How do you raise certainty and develop more self-worth? Find out this week on BU with BU. In this episode, Brian will equip you with the tools and mindset needed to cultivate unwavering self-belief, self-assurance, and authentic self-worth. Before the event, I had written down some outcomes and one of them was to see where my gaps are. Like I really wanted it to be definite, like, hey, you need to work on this, 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 and this. And I, I got that throughout the entire event, but specifically when we talked about the qualities of a leader, mine didn't align with what everyone else was saying. Mine were very different and mine were more like, I want someone that is fair, someone that's all I can count on to always do the right thing. And like mine were kind of more value-based and I'm missing the certainty that everybody else seemed to agree on and that's the gap that i need to work on but it's certainty in myself that can be seen by our team so how do you raise your certainty how do you um develop more self-worth and i know that's a lot of work and it's a loaded question it's got a lot of uh i don't know just information that you could give but if you could simplify it just a little bit how do you grow your certainty and your self-worth what I heard you said, which is, is learning for me as well, but what I, I heard you say initially, just to kind of unpack, was that all the qualities that were written on the board, yours were a little bit, you, you felt polarity in that. And some of your your values that you were looking for in leadership were, you said fairness. I think you said fairness. I said fairness, um, but like I want to lead. And someone that will always do the right thing. Yes. So. I don't know what I would ask you is, do you find that this is some of the things that you hold yourself to? Yeah, so I try to find, be those things. Right, I understand that. And do you find that you might beat yourself up sometimes when you don't achieve them? For sure. Right, because I think that one of the things that's so important as a leader is that we don't set goals for ourselves that are unattainable. And what I mean by that is I think it's great to have guide guidelines, but... I, I'm just sharing with you from the heart. I don't have a right or wrong answer. So this is, I'm just, what I felt immediately when you said that, I felt number one is no matter how many of us, you know, none of us will do the right thing all the time. We don't even know what the right thing is all the time. But to me, a leader makes a decision and does it, whether it's right or wrong, because if they can make a decision, do it. Even if it's the wrong thing, it's better than not making a decision at all. Mm-hmm. And if, it is a wrong thing or there's backlash or we do something wrong or bad to me it's how do we deal with it once we do it and this is the certainty i think that's important and i think it's communicating with a clear concise message right so i'm using like do the right thing because that's so vague and ambiguous what you perceive as right natalie through her model of the world might might not perceive the same thing as right or wrong so i think that from a leadership perspective um, and like fair is all in the eyes of the beholder, you know? Right. So just when I heard those things, I thought to myself, those are two things that no one on earth I think can live up to. So my, my point being is like from a leadership perspective, all we can do is all we can do, but all we can do is enough. So if someone does not do the right thing, I think a great leader can acknowledge, you know what, here's what happened. Here's how we're going to handle it. And I'm sorry, you know, as long as they're clear and concise in the message, 
that to me creates certainty in the midst of fluctuations or the midst of mistakes. Because I think every great leader that's ever led has made mistakes, but they're not afraid to make the mistake. So I don't know. I just, I wanted to unpack that because um, like parenting, like, you know what I mean? Like we do our best. I mean, we do our best, but at the end of the day, um, we're going to make mistakes parenting. And then like, once we become aware of other situations that like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that with my kids. So like I used to, I've been doing a lot of reading around parenting because I want my kids, I want to give them the best opportunity possible not to have things internally um, limit them, you know? And so one of the things like my youngest is, is sensory, you know, he's, he has sensory and um, I used to kind of as a coach, when I'm ready to go, like he takes forever. I would say, come on, Brian, let's go. Come on, go get your shoes. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's do this. Come on, go get your shoes. Let's do this. And I learned like I was doing the completely wrong thing for him. Like I should have slowed down, given him one directive, turn off the TV, Brylan. Hey, Brylan, can you turn off the TV for me, please? Then wait till he, till he does that and then take the next step with him. Because what I was doing was overwhelming him and his little mind, Andy sensory, and it created an anxiety within him. I didn't know that, but like, like that's not him. That's me, right? Like it's, I didn't know how to properly coach him to get him out the door. And I thought I would make it fun and I'd goof off a little bit. I mean, I wasn't browbeating him, but I, you know how I do sometimes. Come on, let's like, but like he didn't, re- he didn't respond to that. And so I know I can learn a lot from you from parenting, not because of everything you've done right, because I know with six kids, you've done a lot of things that you're like, oh, I got a different perspective on that now. So I ask my oldest kid about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but to answer your question in terms of how do we get more certainty, more certainty, yeah. um, I think certainty comes from plugging in. Um, I think certainty comes from keeping small promises to ourselves. Like um, one of the things I love about James Clear, who mentioned at the beginning of the event is he talks about building a habit. It's not about building this overwhelming habit, but it's like staying congruent or integrity. Like this word integrity, I've always had issues with it because I think people use it out of context. And I've heard a lot of people use it as a sword to cut someone instead of a point of reference of looking in the mirror. Well, she's out of integrity. Well, we've all been out of integrity before because integrity means to make whole. So if you've ever started something and you never completed it, you're out of integrity, right? Like, um, but so my, my point is like when that, when I started learning that word in context, I realized so many people use it out of context. So I think part of creating certainty is stay within personal integrity of completing the things that you set out to do, you know, and I think that if you have personal integrity, meaning you're keeping the promises to yourself, you're going to have a higher level of certainty. Um, and I think certainty comes from action. You know, I don't believe you can build certainty without action. So I'll ask you a question. So if I was going to tell you, how do you get certainty and confidence from shooting free throws? Well, how would you coach Repetition. Me? Take an action. But could I get certainty by not practicing? No. It'd be a false sense of certainty. I mean, in my mind, I could do, I could do, I could do, I could do it. That's kind of like motivation. So that's, I'm just telling you the tools that I use, um, you know, and I think building our self-esteem is so important because um, I think that a lot of times there's a difference in self-esteem and self-confidence, you know, and um, I think 
confidence having that we create repetition in, keeping promises to ourselves. And self-esteem is how we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I think those are two completely different things. And I think self-esteem is a lot of deep work, but I think that some, you know, it's just like they say mental health, but I think that if you focus on mental health too much, it exacerbates the problem within yourself. So then the little things that might be limiting you. So I think it's good to gain an awareness, but I think the most important thing for self-esteem or let's say self-awareness mentally, this is just my opinion, is to start shifting and focusing on taking actions that make the world better, to create something purpose-driven that you're going towards something. Because when you're in action and in motion, you don't have time to settle in and make a small problem a huge problem within the confines of your mind, if that makes sense. And so I think sometimes some people's self-esteem issue comes because they're not actively living life for themselves. Like I saw a meme today with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, which some people like him, some don't, but he's a big influencer. And he talks a lot about kids and parents and relationships. And he's like, and he's real vocal about it. I don't know if you know him. Um, I've seen his stuff. Yeah. But, you know, he said today, which I don't know why it popped up, but I'm not a big consumer of social media, but I do look at it five or 10 minutes a day. But I, it's funny, sometimes the messages that pop up for me, it's like the messages that I needed to hear that day. I don't know if anybody else like can relate to that. But he literally was saying, you know, you have to live your life for you. And like, you have to learn what makes you happy and what you enjoy. And I think so many of us, because we're givers by nature and we care, and I think that that is a beautiful thing, but we end up abandoning ourselves for the safety of others or for other people to please other people. And I think that what pleases the people we love the most is to see us genuinely happy, but we never relate it back to that. So he was just talking to a mom on this meme and he's like, you have to live your life for you. You know, that's what your kids ultimately want is you got to make your, your, you happy. And for those parents that are just living their life for their kids or for their other ones or for their loved ones or their partners, you're eventually putting yourself in a prison to be miserable. And I think self-esteem is the same way is that this is just my take on it is that, that you can start building your self-esteem when you start focusing on actions and things that make you feel better as a person and I think all of us feel better as a person by doing something that's worthwhile, you know, having a worthwhile goal and moving towards something. I find myself most miserable and beating myself up is when I wasn't pursuing a goal or a dream or something that was worthwhile. Thanks for listening to this episode of BU with BU. Please rate, review, and subscribe. For more content from Brian, connect with him on social at Brian Undy or shoot him a text at 502-221-9798. You can also visit his website, brianunderwood.com.